Crystal Craven, a singer, a songwriter, and a worship leader who's passionate about sharing what God inspires. And this is your weekly devotional. As we wrap up this section in Luke 8, where Jesus healed the woman with a discharge of blood on his way to heal Jairus' daughter, in which he actually ends up raising her from the dead, um, we see a lot of contrasting aspects to these two situations, and yet it's also comparable in these individuals. Since we've been going through this section devotionally for the last several weeks, we're going to switch things up a little bit this week. So let's take a look at the contrasts and similarities uh, first, and then we'll end with the scripture um, on that entire section in Luke 8. So the first thing, there's seven things. The first thing is this difference between being known and unknown. Uh, Jairus was a ruler in the synagogue, so he would have been known publicly and held in a high regard among the people. But in contrast, we don't even know the name of this woman, but she had been ostracized by the people because of her uncleanness. Number two is there was the same number of years spent, but they were spent very differently because Jairus' daughter was 12 years old. And yet for the length of time that she had been alive, the woman with the discharge of blood had been suffering all those years. So for 12 years, Jairus' daughter had been able to live her life, but for 12 years, the woman had been suffering through hers. Number three is the difference between being rich and poor. I mean, Jairus being a ruler and an important person in that culture would have had more wealth than most, but this woman was poor because she had spent all her money on physicians trying to be healed. Number four is um, this um, differences between publicly and secretly, right? Jairus came publicly to Jesus to ask for healing for his daughter, but the woman came secretly as if to just be healed and slip away unnoticed. And then there was number five, these varying thoughts on healing. By the actions, we see Jairus must have thought Jesus needs to come to his house and perform a healing. And by the woman's actions, we see she thought, I only need to touch the fringe of of Jesus's garment to be healed. And then number six, the immediate versus the delay, because Jesus immediately responded to the woman's touch and had a personal experience with her. And yet he responded to Jairus after a delay on the way to his house to heal his daughter. And last, uh, number seven, this silence versus a proclamation. Because Jairus' daughter was healed in secret, and Jesus told them not to tell anyone. And the woman was healed publicly, and she proclaimed what had happened in the presence of all the people. This isn't meant to be a comparison of Jairus and the woman in like an attempt to make one look better than the other. This really is just showing that we are all unique and we are all in need of Jesus in some way or another, yet we may live and suffer differently. 
Ultimately, both Jairus' daughter and the woman needed healing. But who they were, their, their faith, their circumstances, they were very, very different. Jesus met everyone involved in these situations exactly where they were and in exactly the way they needed to be met. Now, when it comes to your own healing, I mean, as mentioned before in the previous devotional, physical healing may or may not be God's will in your life, but spiritual healing is. You can trust that God's will for your life is perfect, and you can find comfort in the fact that no matter where you are physically or emotionally or spiritually, God can meet you exactly where you are. The thing that Jairus and the woman had in common is that they were both, they both purposed to go to Jesus for their healing. So I ask you the question, will you go to him for yours? Now, on the other side of it is other people's suffering. I mean, we all face hardships in this life. And while they may be similar in some ways, they are also different in other ways. We can understand one another by the similarities that we face as human beings and in this human experience, right? But we also have to have grace and understanding and compassion and mercy for one another in our differences the way that Jesus did. Even if their suffering is because of their own actions, it's God's kindness that leads us to repentance. So anything short of kindness on our part towards others is falling short of being a good ambassador for Christ. When you see people suffering, are you moved to compassion and then led by the Spirit in how to minister to them? Now, I want to leave you with the whole section um, that we've been going over in Luke 8 because I hope and pray that as we read through this section again, The things that the Holy Spirit has spoken to you over these last several weeks will be stirred again to remembrance and allow you to just meditate on those truths that he's been teaching you. So I pray that you believe and you go in peace, my friend. Here we go. Luke chapter 8, verses 40 through 56. Now, when Jesus returned, the crowd welcomed him, for they were all waiting for him. And there came a man named Jairus, who was a ruler of the synagogue. And falling at Jesus' feet, he implored him to come to his house, for he had an only daughter, about twelve years of age, and she was dying. As Jesus went, the people pressed around him, and there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for twelve years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment, and immediately her discharge of blood ceased. And Jesus said, Who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, Master, the crowds are surrounding you and pressing in on you. But Jesus said, Someone touched me, for I perceived that power has gone out from me. And when the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him, declared in the presence of all the people why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her, Daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace. While he was still speaking, 
someone from the ruler's house came and said, Your daughter is dead. Do not trouble the teacher anymore. But Jesus, on hearing this, answered him, Do not fear, only believe, and she will be well. And when he came to the house, he allowed no one to enter with him except Peter and John and James and the father and mother of the child. And all were weeping and mourning for her. But he said, Do not weep, for she is not dead but sleeping. And they laughed at him, knowing that she was dead. But taking her by the hand, he called, saying, Child, arise. And her spirit returned, and she got up at once. And he directed that something should be given her to eat. And her parents were amazed, but he charged them to tell no one what had happened. For blogs, written devotionals, and originally written songs, visit crystalcravenmusic.com, and that's crystal with a K.